Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about all the different business structures we have in Belgium. If you're listening from this from anywhere else in the world, you can still listen to this episode because most of the structures are the same in different countries with just other names and mild tweaks. So I'll try to incorporate the most common ones so that everyone can benefit from this episode. All right. Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so in essence, there are seven big business structures in Belgium. And if you want to register your business, you'll have to choose one of these to do so. The first one is called the BV, which stands for Besloten Benootschap in Dutch and is the SPRL, which stands for Société Privée à Responsabilité Limitée in French. This business structure is by far the most popular out of all of them because for one, you know exactly who you're working with and you have limited liability. Over in the US, this business structure is called the LLC, which stands for Limited Liability Company. One of the pros of this business structure is that the shares can't just change of owner. For someone to get shares, this person can only do it with permission of the other shareholders. And this means that you'll always exactly know who you'll go into business with. Another pro of this business structure is that you have limited liability. So you can only be held accountable for the amount of money that you put into your business, which means that all of your private assets are safe in case of failure or bankruptcy of your startup or business. So how do you know if this business structure is ideal for you? As I said, this business structure is by far the most used. It's very good if you are a small company or a small family company, a business that you started out, and if you have multiple shareholders, so more than one shareholders. There are a couple of conditions that you'll have to meet before you can actually register your business as an LLC, a BVA or a SPRL, doesn't really matter how you want to call it. But in Belgium, you can start a BV by yourself or with multiple persons or with multiple other business structures. You'll have to go to the notary to actually get this done though. As of now, here in Belgium, we actually don't need any minimal starting capital, but you do need to make sure that you have enough capital to hold you over during your business activities, especially during the first few years. So it's important to have a well-structured financial plan. This financial plan is actually mandatory here in Belgium if you're planning on registering your business as a BV and it needs to have, as I said, the first two years of your business planned out financially. I highly, highly recommend to do this with an accountant. Find yourself an accountant and make your financial business plan with this person. I know that your notary is also going to take a look at your financial plan, but they're actually not going to look at the content of it. So make sure to do this with your accountant. It's very important that you take your time while making this financial plan because if your business goes bankrupt in the first three years of its existence and your financial plan wasn't sustainable, then you might actually get held accountable for it and that's not what you want. So if you want to start up this business structure, the first thing that you'll have to ask yourself is do you have enough capital and who are the persons that you want to do business with? Next up, I would say you have to try to find a good accountant, one who has some knowledge about tax regulations because that will probably come in handy 
handy in the long run. Go to your notary. This person is going to actually register your business and then you will get a company number or a owner namings number as we say it in Dutch. And then you can ask for your VIT number, BTV number, and then you can actually start up your business. All right, so the next big business structure is called the NV, which stands for Namloze Vanootskap in Dutch. And we also call this structure a Societe. Wow, I was going to do this with an accent, an English accent, as if I don't speak French myself. No, I was going to say that this business structure is called a Societe Anonyme in French. If you have a big sum of money that you want to invest and you're willing to let that money run there, then this might be an option for you. However, in most cases, businesses that just start out don't really opt for this business structure. In this business structure, the focus doesn't really lie on the cooperation between the shareholders, but mostly on the capital of the business. That is why the shares can be transferred easily from one shareholder to another. This means that you can sell your shares whenever you want to. You don't have to consult the other shareholders and you can basically do whatever it is that you want with your own shares. Now, when you do choose for this business structure, make sure that you have a lot of capital because the minimum amount is 61,500 euros. And in return, you can have limited liability within this business structure. So to register this business structure, you also have to go to the notary and they will have everything set up for you. When you start this business structure, you also need to have a board and board members who are going to run the business. As I said, I would not recommend this business structure when you're just starting out, way too expensive. There are a lot of options out there. So choose one of the other business structures, especially if you don't have 61,500 euros to start a Societe Anonyme, or NV as we call it. The next business structure is called the Maatschap in Dutch or Société de Droit Commun in French. I think that there must be a counterpart in the United States or in your country, but I looked and I couldn't immediately found a name. But in essence, a Maatschap is a business structure that is mostly used for asset management and succession planning. So in a lot of cases, parents or grandparents even start this business structure in order to give their assets, to pass on their assets to their children or their grandchildren without having to pay too much taxes on it. This kind of business is easy to register because you don't have to go to the notary at all. This means that there is a big contractual freedom within this business structure. Just as for the BV and the LLC, you can transfer the shares without the shareholders knowing. So that is also something that you'll have to keep in mind. But as I said, this business structure is mostly used when it comes to assets. So when you're starting up your business, I don't think you really need this business structure. All right, so in Belgium, we also have another structure, another business structure that we call CV, which stands for Cooperative Vernootschap or Société Coopérative in French and a cooperative company in English. And this business structure focuses on the shareholders and not so much as the, on the capital. So it's difficult to transfer shares within this kind of company. The shares of every shareholders actually hold their name with their voting rights. In this structure, there is also limit liability, which means that you will only be liable for the financial part that you brought into your business and 
everything else, your private accounts and your private finances won't be accessible if the business goes bankrupt. If you're looking to partner up with someone else or with another business to solve a social problem, then this might be a good business structure for you because your goal is not necessarily to become richer, to make a lot of money, but you offer a solution to a problem that will benefit a lot of people socially. So if that's your goal, then this might be a good option for you. All right. The next business structure is called VOF, which stands for Vernootschap onder Firma in Dutch. And in French, it's called Société en Nom Collectif. In this business structure, you are going to be liable for everything that the business does. So if it goes wrong, I hope it doesn't go wrong, but if it does, you can be asked to pay every single penny back. This is because this business structure is easy to obtain. You don't have to go to um, a notary and you also don't need a minimum starting capital, which is why if things go wrong, you're going to be liable. Now, this business structure can still be interesting for some entrepreneurs, especially for those who have an activity that doesn't involve a lot of risk. So for instance, if you own a small web shop with your friends and you guys are selling stuff that you made yourself, then this can still be a very interesting option. Okay, now you might ask me, why should I start a VOF and not a sole proprietorship? Because you will pay less taxes. If you start a sole proprietorship, so you work for yourself, anything that you will make, you will have to pay personal taxes on it. And in a VOF, you will only, or only, you will still have to pay taxes, but it's going to be business taxes, as we say it here, or business tax, which is a whole lot less and this will actually save you a lot of money so if you're just starting out with your business and you are not alone in your business you're doing it with a friend you can maybe start with a vof start to make some money and then you can always change your business structure to a bv a company with li limited liability all right, you guys, so these are the most common business structures in Belgium and I think in most of the countries that people use for their businesses. If you want to start your own business, you will have to choose one of these structures and get your business registered. Make sure to find yourself a good accountant, you guys. This is really important and make your financial plan. And then when that is done, you'll have to find yourself a notary so that they can register your business and you can get started. All right, you guys, if you like this podcast and you would love to have everything in writing, that is absolutely possible. You can find the blog post on my website, keliamayoka.com. There you can go and read everything that I talked about in this podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to share with someone that might benefit from the information that I gave. I wish you a very nice week and then I'll talk to you in my next one.